Cincinnati Insurance. This is Nick. How may I help you? Nick, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, what's going on, dude? What's going on, man? Did you just try calling me like a couple times and it didn't go through? I did. I was screaming at you. You didn't hear me. Yeah. Can you hear me now? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, because since you kind of pointed me in the right direction, I was listening to, I think it was one of Ryan Hanley's podcasts, or maybe it was your podcast, and you, you mentioned like Marble Box in it, and I started looking into it, and then I think he told me to contact this dude named Rob, and shot him an email, and then he said you should check out like, I think it's called like Agency administ- Administrators or something like that, and so I actually since had a call with the Agency Administrators place, and then also Marble Box just to kind of see what they're about. But yeah. definitely, definitely got my interest, and in it could be a, a nice solution for me. Yeah, it certainly could. That was my buddy Nick Thalhammer of Cincinnati Insurance in Cincinnati. Look at that, Ohio, and he's talking about oh, this is the good one, outsourcing, and. Boy, you know, does that get your attention when you start to think, well, that's interesting. I never thought about it like that. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of different options. There's 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 plenty of different services. Um, you know, one that he mentioned, you know, Marvelbox, uh, my buddy Ani Potter over there at Marvelbox. You know, they they do their thing and and you can kind of, you know, add a add a body to your agency for you know um a little less risk overhead whatever you know it's 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 you know a little a little bit of a different way than actually putting somebody physically in the office and it's this concept right it's the idea that you know maybe i don't need to hire maybe i'm kind of in between needing a you know just a dedicated all the time always on person in the building to well yeah we need some help and i don't know that i need again a living breathing person sitting next to me maybe asking you know some type of awkward question every now and then but it's about it's about instead just how do you get that work done that that annoying work that you don't want to do you know you know you don't necessarily again need somebody all the time but you want to make sure that it's getting done gives you the opportunity to you know kind of keep the eyes on the prize keep the eyes down the road and see what's going on that's that's the challenge right because even if even if you do hire that person right even if you have that full-time person there are obviously some downsides to it mainly be you know, being that they are only that person and when them, that single individual can't do their job, then you have to wait until they can. And there's just a little smidge, a little lack of efficiency. That's, I mean, because he basically said we have to do $20 an hour, 20 hours a week. And then I'm just thinking with how quickly and efficiently they can do some of the things that they can do. 
and my agency's not huge, it's me and one other guy, and I was thinking about hiring a third person, but I wasn't, I was maybe thinking like a CSR type type role, but, but outsourcing it. Could be pretty cool, right? Yes, of course. I know, Nick, it's amazing just the thought of the possibilities, just outsourcing. And here's the other thing, too, and and I think this probably across the board is the number one, I don't know if it's the number one thing. It's definitely up there of the things that we like to do, and that's delay. We like to put off bringing that person in, right? We are slow to hire because we're not necessarily sure if we need that person and we probably wait a little too long. So there might be a little extra business. So that might, you know, mean that you, you know, instead of hiring them right now, we wait three to six months. And, you know, with a situation like this, with, you know, with kind of sort of the on-demand outsourcing available to you, that's where you don't necessarily have to worry about that. And it's just on a per hour basis. You know, you have X amount of hours available per week or whatever the case is. You can go over whatever it is. And it allows you to kind of fluctuate the amount of work, the amount of time spent, as opposed to, again, saying, well, we're just going to commit to this many hours, uh, this many times a week, whatever. And, and, you know, if you only need maybe, let's say, five or six hours of help this week, great. Then you're going to pay for five or six hours of work this week. Or maybe some weeks it's maybe 40 or 50 hours. And that's where things get a little interesting because, you know, again, if you have that dedicated, always there person who is you know, really only doing four or five hours worth of work, but you're paying for the entire week. Well, that's not a whole lot of fun. Or again, if you have the 40 hours or 50 or 60 and you're paying them overtime, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You run into potential issues and having the option, the flexibility, having them be able to do it on your schedule, ramp up, ramp down, and and really just be more efficient about it because not only are they are they doing the work but they're saying hey listen this is this is what you want done this is how we're going to do it they're going to do that again and again and again they're going to follow that process all the time and guess what if that person that has been doing it over and over again every day isn't there they're going to have somebody else kind of backing them up and saying all right great they're not here to do it. I'm the one that's going to do it. So you always have somebody there, always on, ready to go. And because, again, when that happens, then then this is where it gets interesting. If they're always there, if they're always ready to go, if they've always, if they're always ready to do that work, regardless of how much or how little or who needs to be doing it when, then that is going to give you the ability to really focus on the stuff that's going to grow the agency. I mean, what takes most of my time, I'm literally sitting here today and just kind of like, oh, this sucks, but I have to sit here and do this for a couple hours <laughs> and just like re-shop re like five or six accounts because I, and now out of the five or six, I've already got two of them that I'm like, dang it, I've, I've got to present this other quote probably because it's just, so much lower in price that yeah. I don't. I don't want them to start snooping around somewhere else, thinking that I didn't uh, do, do my due diligence. So, but yeah. Yeah, it seems like they can uh, alleviate a lot of that 
from me so I can focus more on new business, so I can continue to grow, so I can make more videos, so I can do all the other things that I want to do. Ah, the renewal quote, the thing that, you know, really keeps the whole business together, but the thing that we tend to fall down on the soonest, the easiest, the fastest, I don't know. I mean, it's the thing that we hear people complaining about. The, the, the first thing that we let go of is the renewal quote. And imagine an insurance world where you just walk into your office or whatever, and the first thing that you have on your desk or in your inbox or really wherever you you know classify it, it to be is a stack of the renewal quotes that are ready for the clients today. Right? I'll just give you a second. You can go ahead, just hold on to that for a second, give it a nice hug, and really just think about how you know warm and loving and tender that could be. Because I tell you what, that sounds awesome. You know, the thing that Nick is talking about saying that takes up the most of his time is he has to go and requote, reshop, you know, those those people all the time. And it's, hey, guess what? It's not that I've got to quote it. It's, well, hey, the such and such is so dramatically lower that we've got to get it on the table for you to see. Maybe it's not low enough for you to actually want to, you being that person that's, you know, the insured, to actually do anything about it. But it's low enough to where they need to see it because if they don't, well, then they're just going to start to be a little suspicious about what Nick actually does all day and you know maybe sometimes it's justifiable who knows i'm it's just it's possible but you want to remove as much doubt as often as you can to them understanding what is the best possible option for them at any given time and if you you know or the i guess the better the more frequent the the easier the more easily you can provide that feeling that experience produce that result, the better the chance you're going to have of them continuing to trust you, to continuing to know that they're in the best spot, the right spot in which they need to be. And it's not always as overwhelming, as complicated, convoluted, and really just a freaking mess as sometimes as it is of bringing in an actual human being. Not to say that if you're outsourcing actual human beings, aren't doing that work either. However, what those actual human beings are doing is finding a much more efficient, repeatable way to continually do the thing that you've identified as being an important activity that just keeps your agency moving forward. And you know, as Nick said, guess what? If he doesn't have to do the renewal quoting anymore, well, then he has time to focus on you know, growing increasing you know new business making some videos doing the things that taking on the initiatives that are not just necessarily good for his agency today but certainly for tomorrow and into the future this i feel like is an experience that finds itself happening more and more and I don't, I don't enjoy it really at all, mainly because it just happens by surprise every single time that it does. But I'm sitting there, I'm strolling around, I guess it was Walmart tonight, 
and you know you're just kind of casually you don't think you got that that many things to really you know kind of acquire you just toss the few items that you do have into the cart you're just going about your business doing your daily thing avoiding just like people in general of like what why is what are these people doing with their life and then you make your way out to preferably in my opinion the self-checkout and then you go ahead you casually scan the things the few items that you have and then all of a sudden you just look at the total and there it is you just you know have to audibly just have to let the obscenity occasionally slip out and you just kind of just oh so casually just kind of you know get a good cussing at the machine and you're like what in the world did i do i was only in here for 15 minutes and all of a sudden it's like 82 dollars later what what am i doing with my life that that's an actual thing what is in this cart that i you know just i mean you know like you, when you you want to when you spend a certain amount of money you want to at least you know kind of feel that uh, that emptiness inside you know kind of dissipate for just a few moments you know you just want to know like hey listen i'm filling this gigantic void in my life with money you know, spending money and all of a sudden you know it's just i i feel so unfulfilled in this endeavor and does it happen to you i'm curious i'm just curious show me at agencynation.com you know and, and do you do you get the look I mean, it's the worst when you're actually at like a checkout with like a real human being. That's when things get dicey because you just kind of sit there, you know. I mean, that's that's it certainly happened to me before. But you're just like son of a, and then they're like, what? Didn't, didn't you know what you're buying? What, what's happening here? And you just don't know. You just don't. I mean, you're not sitting there doing the math, and you're just doing. Maybe you're just maybe the fact that you've zoned out as far as what's happening in your life at the moment because you are at Walmart for like the third time in you know 24 hours. I mean, that's probably not healthy for anybody. A lot of different factors. I'm curious uh, if you suffer from any of them because, I mean, let's be honest. It's not, it's not something, it's not something that, uh, it's always a good time. Joey at agencynation.com. In the meantime, if you want to make sure that you are not, you know, I guess, checked out and surprised at what you find when you look down at your agency, Come join the cool kids. Jump on the Agency Nation newsletter, agencynation.com slash newsletter. That's where all the good stuff happens. Uh, spend Sunday mornings with me. Hang out with Brian. All those fun things to know about all the good stuff that is happening within Agency Nation. And you're certainly going to be probably one of the first to know. So head on over there. I think you'll enjoy it. I think it'll be a good time. Agency Nation dot com slash newsletter.